with grateful whispers and uplifted eyes, we come, O Lord, to greet the dawning year. Fill us with faith, renew our hope and ties, and guide our steps, dispelling doubt and fear. And this is In The Moment. I'm your host, Reverend Ricky Allen Jr. Thank you, as always, for joining us on this lovely day the Lord has made. And remember, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I just pray that you keep the Lord Jesus Christ out front, especially down to the very last day of 2023. Praise God. We made it, people. We made it. It's not just getting to Friday. We got to the very last day of the year, and there's no better way to finish out 2023 than with the word and to hear it, receive it and take it in and give God the glory because it could have been you last night that didn't wake up. It could have been you out there who was a victim of a crime. And we pray for those people, but you're here and you're still standing regardless of what they said about you, regardless of what they did to you, you are still here. And with that in mind, let's get started. Hope you had a great Christmas, by the way, my family got together and we, we're having the best time of our life. Amen, amen, amen. This morning's scripture comes from Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. You know it. You've heard it time and time again. Let's read it. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland and god is definitely going to be doing a new thing for you in 2024 as long as you believe and are available for god to use you and right now we're going to pray for the upcoming year i want you all to be happy i want you to be joyful but we want to cover everything in prayer so right now we're going to pray for the new year gracious god as we stand at the threshold of the new year uncertainties swirl around us like leaves swept by the wind. Yet we find solace in the enduring truth of your word, a constant beacon in the storm. Forgive us, Lord, for clinging to the comfort of the familiar, for fearing the unknown paths that lie ahead. Help us instead to embrace the new thing you're doing, to step boldly into the wilderness you are clearing, and to trust that you will make streams flow in the wastelands of our doubts. Fill us with the courage of Isaiah's vision, the audacity to believe that your light can pierce the darkest corners, that your hope can bloom even in barren ground. Grant us wisdom to learn from the lessons of the past, strength to face the challenges ahead, and unwavering faith in your unfailing love. Guide our steps, O oh Lord as we traverse the uncharted territory of the upcoming new year. Make us instruments of your peace, channels of your compassion, and bearers of your light. May we walk not in fear, but in faith, not in darkness, but in your grace. As the clock strikes midnight and the world turns anew, we give our hopes and dreams to your care. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to bless us, guide us, and fill us with the joy of knowing that in your presence, every year is a fresh start, a canvas waiting to be painted with the vibrant colors of your love, never forgetting the lessons we learned 
in 2023 in the years prior. But looking forward to what we're going to do under your watchful care in 2024. Lord, help us not to get discouraged. Help us not to give up so quickly and help us have faith and have hope because you are real and you are sovereign. These and all things we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, and we're back. So today we're talking about moving into 2024. Moving into 2024, and I want you to be motivated. I want you to be blessed. I want you to know that God has blessed you to get to this point right now. There is nothing else in the world that you should be attributing your successes to as we sit here on the dawn of a new year. Only the Lord did it for you. Jesus Christ still has you here on earth for a reason. Let that sink in. You have purpose. You have reason. You have been justified by faith. There is a reason as to why you have been blessed to see the last day of 2023. And you should be motivated by that. You should be happy about that because so many people have gone on the glory and yet you're still here on the grind. God still is working with you, through you, for the glorification of his kingdom. Because one day, one day it's going to be us. One day we will be the ones that will not see the new year. So what are we going to do right now? We're going to redeem the time. I want you to redeem the time in what's going on in your life. I want you to take the lessons you have learned from this year and move forward in faith, move forward with positivity, move forward with the knowing that Jesus Christ is out front making a way for you out of no way. But what kind of mindset do we have to be in to make that happen? What kind of mindset do you have to go to to truly take in what I'm telling you right now? And for that answer, we go to Philippians 3. Very well-known verse. I'm sure you know it. We're going to read it nonetheless. Philippians 3, 13 through 14 reads as follows. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But the one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, we've gone through a lot this year. Some of us more than we want to talk about others praising you because they've seen you in the work lord we ask you right now in the name of jesus christ to help us remember you as we move into 2024 help us remember that you are alpha and omega beginning and end king of kings and lord of lords help us stay positive help us be a light for others to know you Help us remember you in those dark times to continue leaning towards you as the dawn of a new year approaches. These and all things we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. What does this look like when we think about moving into 2024? Uh, when we think about the new year, uh, some folks look at it as a clean slate, yada, yada, yada. What does it look like? 
Paul gives us some great actions here that we're going to break down, and hopefully it helps you as much as it's helped me. First of all, we're going to break the chains of yesterday, forgetting what's behind, in other words. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to acknowledge the mistakes you've made and the achievements you've had because you've learned from both. Mistakes are not bad as long as you've learned something. Did you learn something from the, the mistakes you made this year? Can you reflect on the successes and failures, recognizing that acknowledging mistakes is an opportunity for growth and celebrating achievements with gratitude and with humbleness to a certain degree? I mean, yeah, get excited. God got you through it. I'd be excited, but guess what? That's a great time for you to have a testimony about what God has done for you in your situation because you know people will watch it. They will watch them to see how you was going to act. And you, of course, pass their test. But tell them why you passed that test. It's because Jesus Christ made a way out of no way. He responded through the impossible possibilities, as I call them. And now you are sitting in a position to where you can be a blessing to others through your works and your testimony. Then there's a receiving of God's grace. You need to let them know the transforming power of the grace of God. Emphasize that they should accept and extend forgiveness. Free them from the burdens of all the guilt and regret. That's, that's breaking the chains of yesterday. A lot of people will take everything from the past 50 years of their life and carry it into 2024 because they can't let it go. Uh, you see, we've talked about this before as well. Y'all have made anger your source of strength and motivation. It is killing you on the inside. Jesus Christ wants you to live in the joy and peace that he has provided for you through the grace given as he died on that cross and was resurrected days later. He wants you to live in that joy and that peace and that grace. Are you there right now? No, because you have decided that according to you, these things make you stronger. These things make you more motivated. These things are the reasons why you are where you are right now. And you're not attributing nothing to the Jesus Christ that you claim you serve. You, you claim this. You're giving it to a bad situation, a poor moment in history. That's your anchor to keep you going, not Jesus Christ. You don't even realize you're doing it. That's the sad part about this. We take these, I call them Batman moments, because everything is attributed to when he witnessed his parents die in that alley in Gotham City. Y'all take these Batman moments and you make them the anchors of your hope and faith to do better and move forward stronger. And you're not even remembering the grace that Jesus Christ has given us. It's time to remember that because guess what? That anger is going to fizzle or it's going to make you sick. You wonder why you can't lose that weight for the new year? You wonder why you can't get rid of those migraines for the new year? Because you have chained that moment up in your brain as the reason why you're going to move stronger, you're going to move faster, and you're never going to forget because if you forget, you have nothing to hold on to, but you do. His name is Jesus Christ. Break the chains of yesterday. And then learn this. 
learn to have a fresh start in, in, with Jesus Christ in 2024 as we are training toward what is ahead. Let's get a fresh start on the new year with Jesus Christ. First of all, I want you to understand there is renewal through Christ. I want you to dive into the concept of spiritual renewal this year through Jesus Christ in the new year. And I want you to emphasize how Jesus' redemptive power provides a fresh start for you. I want you to really think about these things. He wipes away sins. He empowers us as believers to live aligned with God's purpose. We have his word. We have his words in his word. <laughs> you know, th there's so much here in God's word that helps us align ourselves with the life that Jesus Christ has desired for us to live as abiding in him, trusting in him, believing in him. There is nothing to it but to do it. But if you don't believe in that renewal, if you don't believe that you are a new creature when you come to Jesus Christ, then you're going to fall for everything Satan has out here in the world for you to fall into. Every snare, every trap, every pothole. Have you ever been around someone who has a spirit of chaos? Do you want to know why they have a spirit of chaos? Now, guaranteed, this adjective, this title is, is not in the Bible, okay? But there is... This, you can feel like this person this has a disruptive spirit inside of them every time you're around them. And not only that, they disrupt everything around them. Everything becomes confusing. Everything becomes disheveled, unorganized. Why is that? Because they have no renewal through Christ. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's your, your spouse, your kids, your relatives, your friends. If you are experiencing this, in the moment of them being around you, then that's what I call it. I call it a spirit of chaos. It is just they, there. Something is always going on. Nothing is never right. There's something always going on. You need to pray that they are renewed in Jesus Christ. And then there is living in God's love and forgiveness when you come to that renewal through Christ. I want you to actively live in God's love and forgiveness, and embrace the freedom that comes from being forgiven. I want you to grow in that gratitude and humility as believers and move forward in your, in your faith with Jesus Christ. A lot of folks are waiting for people to forgive them, and they've never asked Jesus Christ for the forgiveness. Yes, we all want to be forgiven, and we are forgiven, but you've got to remember that. No matter what you've said this year, no matter what you've done this year, the question is, have you asked the Lord for forgiveness? The problem is, is with many people is they don't want to do that because they then realize there's another side to the process, and that is repentance. Forgiveness and repentance is very different. Forgiveness means that I acknowledge that you have done something wrong and I am letting it go. You're saying, okay, you're sorry, I forgive you. Let's move forward. Okay, repentance means the person, the offender, is going to change. According to God's word, this person is going to change their ways and do different under the banner of Jesus Christ. 
The reason why a lot of folks are not repentant is because they are not under the banner of Jesus Christ. Many of you out there right now waiting for people to change their ways after you've forgiven them and are wondering why they have not changed. That's because they're still living in sin. They are unrepentant sinners. They're not trying to change. They don't see why they got to change. Everything's got to be justified. Everything's got to have a reason. And they will argue you through it. They know they hurt you, but guess what? They're not going to change. Why? Because they do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you knew the Lord Jesus Christ, you would come into repentance. Jesus Christ tells us that he came to call sinners into repentance. Right now, if you're out there, if you have done something wrong, and yes, that person has forgiven you because they're doing their portion in what Christ has told us to do, forgive, then it's time for you to repent. It's time for you to do your side of things and not just accept the forgiveness, but also take in the moment to change your ways in accordance with what God has called us to do. So there is this fresh start, training forward to what's ahead, the renewal through Christ, living in God's love and forgiveness. And then there is the pressing on towards the goal. I want you to press towards the goal in 2024. Scripture says I press on towards the goal. What does that look like? It looks like this setting spiritual goals. I want you to set specific and measurable spiritual goals for your upcoming year. Emphasizing your desire to make these things important. Aligning goals with God's word and seeking his guidance. All right? Don't just make goals. Align them with God's word. That's how you set spiritual goals. You can sit down and say what you're not going to do all day long. You can say, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to be a better person. But have you talked to God about this? A lot of you have not. You're telling, you're telling everybody on Facebook. You're telling everybody on YouTube how you're going to get your life right. And to this year is going to be the year you're going to make it happen. You sound like a football team that loses every season and every year is the year because every year is a new season to get off on the right path. So many of y'all are celebrating two new years. You got January and then you got the beginning of the NFL season where every football team thinks the same thing. This year is going to be the year. Are you the person that says this year is going to be the year? And if you are, are you aligning your goals with God's goals? Because if you're not, you're not setting spiritual goals. I'm sorry to tell you that. You can be a Christian and never speak to Jesus Christ about your goals. Do you realize that? Because you're assuming that Christ is going to ordain and bless your goals because you're thinking, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't have to tell him and pray to him about my goals and aspirations. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's called a relationship, people. This is not, He's not car insurance. The moment something happens, then you call on him to get you out of the situation and cover it and make sure it goes right. No, there is a relationship there that you need to be a part of. And if you're not a part of it, then that's the reason why you are where you are in the time that you are in right now. And you're still looking in 2024 for something bigger and better to happen. Do that, but have faith in setting your goals with Jesus Christ. Set spiritual goals. And then when you set the spiritual goals, I want you to have perseverance and reliance on God through Jesus Christ. Don't just set the goals and pray and then 
go right back to getting discouraged the second week in January. No, that's not setting spiritual goals, people. That's not what that means. That is that is nothing what we're talking about here. We're talking about you setting those goals and persevering through whatever 2024 throws at you and relying on God. Because guess what? That's something you should be doing already. That is something you should be thinking about already. It shouldn't take something happening for you to remember, oh, I should be relying on God on this. That should be part of your daily walk with Jesus Christ. And that's why communication is important. And our communication is prayer because prayer is acknowledging an almighty God that you say you believe in, that you say you trust. So why are you not talking to him? Why are you not bringing him your fears, your worries, your anxieties, your depression, your stress? Why are you keeping this to yourself when you have an almighty and everlasting father who is waiting to take care of you and tend to you? Why, why are you doing this on your own? It kind of blows my mind a little bit. So when we break the chains of yesterday, we get a fresh start on Christ, we press towards the goal, then we understand the ultimate reward. Scripture says to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward. The ultimate reward is heaven, to be with Jesus Christ. Now, maybe you don't know Jesus Christ and you need to know Jesus Christ. Maybe you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you have not submitted and surrendered to Jesus Christ. And I mean, give it all to him. Give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, some folks out there get lost in Satan's lie thinking, well, if you do that, you won't be able to do what you desire to do. How do they know what you desire to do? How do they know your situation? Maybe you need that peace that goes beyond understanding. Maybe you need to change some things anyway. And you just, you just haven't been strong enough to do it. Here's your time. If you want the ultimate reward from Christ, get, a, get an eternal perspective. I want you to explore the concept of having an eternal perspective. That's hard to have one of those on life and understanding how focusing on the heavenly prize shifts your priorities and gives you an understanding and a little more clarity on God's purpose for you and for the people around you. A lot of folks don't think about that. They don't think about the eternal perspective of their life because they're living in the here and now. They only see the struggles that's in front of them right now in the in the physical world. And this is where Satan operates. He keeps your eyes focused on your current situation and not your future state. And what happens? He knows you need money. He finds a way to get you money. It may not be the best way. He gonna find you a way to get some money because he knows that's what you desire. He knows you desire companionship. So what, he, what does he do? He gives his alternative to companionship. Now, it may not be the best, it may be completely out of the realm of God's plan for you in regards to companionship, but because you desire it and because your eyes are focused on the here and now, Satan can work with that. And then you're deceived. You find yourself in a relationship that is so far from ideal that 
now you're messing yourself up and you're messing up your time here on earth. And then you get mad at God for this. You, you get mad at God for this. Well, if God didn't want me to do this, then what? Okay, because we have free will. He wants us to come to him freely. He's not going to make us come to him. See, you, you have these pro you have these little rules you've made up in regards to how you're going to communicate with God and how you're going to bargain with God and how you're going to uh, determine whether or not that's God or not, or when it's, whether it's you or not. And you have not submitted and surrendered. This is why you, you can't resist the devil. You don't even know it is Satan because you're so deceived in your own heart and your own mind that you can't even hear God anymore. Even though he waits for you to turn back and see that this is a problem. I want you to sit here today, whether you're listening to it on the podcast or watching me on Roku, I want you to sit here today and focus on your situation to ask yourself, is this really what God wants for me? And I'm talking about the God of the Bible, by the way, not the God as you define them, the God of the universe and he's out there, the man upstairs, whatever that junk is. I'm talking about the God of the Bible. All right, let's, let's focus in on whom I'm talking about here. Because people call everything God nowadays. I'm talking about the God that sent his son to die on an old rugged cross for you and for me to save us from the sin that we could not get ourselves out of. That's who I'm talking about, to be specific. Sit there today and ask yourself, does the God that I serve want you in the situation that you are in right now? And does he want that to continue as you move into 2024? If your answer is no, then it's time for you to meet Jesus Christ. It's time for you to submit your life and surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time for you to get baptized. It's time for you to find a body of believers that can encourage you, disciple you, help you understand God's word better than you are doing on your own or with people who are living contrary to God's word to think they're so philosophical, yet you're still living in chaos. But those are your friends, though. People like myself, you will protect your friends from me, from them to me. Because you want and desire friends so bad that you'll consider anyone to be a friend. When we know in this world there is real evil, and Satan's demons stand by, working through the hearts of men and women to deceive you. Don't be deceived. Don't go into 2024 deceived further than you are right now. I'm asking you right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, through the intervention of the Holy Ghost, to give God the opportunity in your life to open your ears and hear the truth, to open your eyes and see the truth, and to open your mouth and speak the truth. And that is God through Christ Jesus, is waiting for you. And he wants to save you from this deprived and confusing world that we live in. And what does that do? When you get an eternal perspective, it gives you the motivation for a life of purpose. Motivation for a life of purpose. The reason why some folks are committing crimes and running wild in these streets is because their life has no purpose. They are looking for purpose in their life. And say, once again, if you're going to keep your eyes focused on this earth, then yes, 
Satan's going to provide a plethora, a smorgasbord of options for you to find purpose. Whether it's changing a lifestyle, whether it's moving to a life of crime, whether it's friending yourselves with people who are living wicked, he'll make sure you find a purpose. But that purpose will be to serve his will and his way. And we don't want you there. We want you to connect the idea of the heavenly prize to daily living. Emphasize the ultimate reward motivates us as believers to live in purpose, aligning our actions with God's will and finding joy in the journey. You often hear the phrase said, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And that's very true. Because by the time you get to the destination, you would have gone through so much. But did you learn anything? Did you see anything? Were there any pleasant memories? Or were you just playing objective just to beat the game called life? Hey, they're, they're out there. <laughs> they are out there. So here's what I want you to do. If you're ready to move to 2024 and you're watching me or you're listening to me, and you're motivated, you're, you are inspired, and yet you know that you know that you know that you're ready, then I want you to pray for others that are not. I want you to pray for their readiness as we pray for you. And I want you to contact us via the information provided early in the show and let us know what we can do to pray for you. Go to getprayer.today and let us know what we can do to pray for you. Uh, we got a lot of great prayer resources there, different daily devotions there to help you pray through your day, journal entries, things of that nature. And God willing, we will see you in 2024. May God bless you. May have a smile upon you. And we will talk to you next year in a couple hours. <laughs> you take care. <laughs>